Hello and welcome to the Trading College podcast, where we look to bring you some of the most thought-provoking ideas about trading and what you could do to improve your trading. All right, guys, Raj here just with a podcast. I'm all alone today, but I'll be covering some very, very important subjects. So really, in this the main crux of this uh, podcast is going to be about what makes the difference between a swing trader and a day trader and can you do both so throughout this uh, next 10 20 minutes or so i'm really going to be looking into some case studies um, of of some of the people that i've coached and also people on ptc and our mentorship program and kind of really work out what makes them day traders what makes them swing traders and uh, there are there are obviously people that do very well at both and and i want to explain the characteristics that i've seen during this journey of of what makes that happen so let's start with uh, just first of all people's lifestyles so the the huge part of this is going to be when can you do this let's say for example you're a part-time trader you've got a full-time job and like you're trading maybe the morning open or you're trying to work out whether you should trade the morning open or whether you should be swing trading in the evenings or something like that and whatever works for whatever works for you for there so that's going to be one of big determining factor at the beginning is um, do you have time what's your routine going to be like how are you going to fit this into your schedule so that's going to be a first key question that i ask a lot of people um and then also what comes into that very closely is the goals so you know some people are happy you know with a ten thousand pounds account making ten percent a month you know trying to make an extra 500 pounds to a grand a month or something like that off the top of their normal earnings and then you know just saving it until their account gets larger and larger until they're ready to move full time you know that's a, that's a, a scenario that's played out many times within trading college but then we've also got people who just earn a really decent amount of money and just love trading something like stocks and just want to know how to pick good stocks so it really just depends on the person and their individual goals um, about how how this works but I think more recently where this really kicked in and where this subject really kicked in for me is I have had a few um, students um, that I coach that have come to me saying okay yeah I want to be a swing trader and um, yeah, I teach them all the strategies in which they need to learn how to, to swing trade. You know, I'm more specifically talking about people who are on the mentorship program here. And um, and they, they try and implement these strategies and they work for all of these strategies. But just slowly, slowly, I kind of get an inclination and I kind of get a few clues coming my way that, oh, actually, this person could be a better day trader than they are a swing trader. And um, a lot of this comes down to you know, really their instinct for trades. So for example, if they're in swing trades and um, they just feel like things are taking too long, they don't have the patience. When they get into really profitable positions and there are pullbacks, to how much does that bother them? You know, pullbacks bother everyone, by the way, whether you're a day trader or a swing trader, but really on when you're swing trading, it's it's key to be able to handle these things and maybe add to your positions when it goes back in your favor. So, you know, little things like that, watching composure, patience and composure of traders, how disciplined they are to keep coming back to the charts the same time every evening and uh, and monitor their positions and move their stop losses. These, these little things kind of really give me a good glimpse of what somebody's like. Whereas with a day trader, for example, recently a swing trader that's turned into a day trader, I just kind of see the buzz that they get, the enthusiasm they get of being able to place trades in the morning and going off to work and, you know, not having to mess with them, not having to see them, not having to look at them, but still making the right amount of money at the open every morning, you know, setting their trades up for the open and then maybe going on the school run or maybe going to their nine to five. You know, I, I really kind of see 
the advantageous aspect of of that for somebody's psychology and you know i have traded like that in the past so you know i, I know that that's a that's a good thing for for people to be able to do so when it comes to that fine kind of tipping point in that balance there's a few questions you need to ask yourself one the first one i would say is test yourself and ask yourself what's the longest time i've been in a position and if you commit yourself to a certain amount of money how how long you know do you would you think that you feel comfortable with being in a position for so if you're trying to be a swing trader my advice to you would be to put a certain amount of money on the side that you don't mind losing whether it's a thousand pounds whether it's a hundred pounds you decide you know the, the amount of money really is not important what is important is that when you place that swing trade and you've given yourself a large enough stop for it to go for that two or three or four weeks for you to hold it monitor yourself see how comfortable you are in that in that scenario write a journal a trading journal like okay well today it's moved up 0.3 percent you know i've managed to move my stop or i'm going to leave my stop where it is because i still believe this this trade has got space to breathe etc etc you know write these things in a journal in your trading journal and uh, and see how long that you can possibly hold on to a trade for if it gets to that three to one four to one scenario you know obviously feel free to take the profit and cut the trade but then write write about if it was successful in the journal or not and what i would say is this kind of doesn't really only go over one trade like you know I, I would probably do this for an absolute minimum of five trades and if you can for a full cycle of 20 trades we always work in 20 trade cycles at trading college um, and this could be with a demo this could be live it could be with a certain amount of money but just really working out how comfortable you are holding on to trades for a long period of time now me um, day trading is is something that more recently I've had to get used to um, basically because we've been doing the funded account program stealth trader and all of that kind of stuff so uh, pass, passing the audition processes you know day trading is is key for this because you've only got 30 days uh, in some of them in stealth trader you've got you've got more time you've got no you know there's no time limit on it which is great so um, so I've been day trading a little bit more and the thing that I find with my day trades, especially in the US markets, is I am much better just taking a few trades with specific setups. So, you know, a one, a couple of setups that I really like, high probability, high probability setups are like our uh, out of syncs with the PTS, um, our level ones as well. I use just just general PTS as well, pro trading system entries, and um, I just I just leave them. So as soon as I set up the trade, you know, I've got one running in now that I opened up in the US Open. And, I, and I've honestly, I've just, just left it and walked off and carried on about my business, doing other sessions with people, obviously do, recording this podcast. And um, I come back to it later on in the evening at the close and I just see what's happened. So at 9 p.m., I'll come back to my charts, eight, well, about 10 to nine, quarter to nine, because I check it for my swing trading anyway. I come back at that time and I just see what happened to that position. And if it wins, it wins. If it loses, it loses. It's absolutely fine. And that's how I manage my day trading. But, you know, we've obviously got a couple of people like Day Trading Dan, you know, our coach um, who, who watches and sits in front of the screen. So does Lee. He sits in front of the screen while some of his trades are on and uh, they're able to maintain and keep that composure while watching the charts. And not only that, find other trades as well. And this also, you know, depends on on how you are as a as a character in terms of your composure. Now, what I don't understand 100%, and I'm not afraid to admit it, is why my composure is is so much better 
on a swing trading chart and holding the chart for three months when I can find it really hard to hold a trade for half an hour and watch it. Why am I able to come back to a chart every day in the evening at 9pm and see how much money I've made and how much money I've lost and if we're in a retracement or if we're extending and uh, and keep fully composed but I can't really do that on a five minute or a 15 minute chart that perplexes me actually and I think it comes down to um, the decision making process in uh, in shorter periods of time so psychologically I think I can really handle um, making good decisions over a longer period of time than I can under duress and in a shorter space of time um, you know unless we're talking about like something really high frequency like playing football or a sport or something like that so split second decisions um, I'm very strong with but but the trading decisions when I'm day trading um, they don't really you know I prefer to, to be a bit measured and a bit more controlled and a bit more zen I don't want to be forced into a box where I have to run off adrenaline. I like to make methodical decisions. So personally, I'm okay with that. But then we've got some traders who um, who feed off of that adrenaline and instinct and can really make really good decisions, you know, about markets correcting, you know, counter trend moves or when a, when a counter trend move is finished and we're about to go back in the trend direction. We've got some really good traders at Trading College who, who do this. And, uh, you know, it's really, really nice to see that they can manage that and their instinct and their compatibility to doing that on a short term is really good. But you try and get them to hold trades overnight and they're a nervous wreck. They can't sleep. You know, they're, they're really worrying about their positions and how much margin they're holding and, you know, whether it's going to gap up or gap down in the morning, whereas none of that really bothers me. You know, I, I am resigned to losing that money as soon as I place a trade. So it, it doesn't matter to me whether that trade wins or loses. What matters to me is the risk management. So, yeah, really, really different philosophies across the board at Trading College. And, uh, you know, I, I first of all started by saying gauge your lifestyle. Then the second exercise I said was about um, putting some money aside and working out, um, putting on a trade and seeing how long you can leave it. Now, the next one that I would probably say um, is, is a really, really interesting one. And I'll do it on the day trading side, whereas you basically come in every single morning and you choose one particular type of trade setup. So whether it be like a PTS trade, a momentum trigger trade, a, uh, a trend line break, or, you know, uh, we've got out of syncs, we've got loads of trading strategies, but you choose one specific trading strategy and you take one trade a day based on that strategy. And this is for day trading. So you come up in the morning or whatever your routine is morning at lunchtime before the US open, and you are just looking for that one specific strategy for that one top quality trade a day. And you give that a shot and you see what happens over the course of the month which will be 20 working days and then you evaluate your performance at the end of the month that is an exercise that I've done with many of my students many people who are, who are in my coaching and it actually tells you a lot about yourself and it tells you it tells you a lot about your training style and whether you can handle this or not because because you know you've got to pick one trade a day you make it a good one you wait for the setup to come specifically well you look at your bias time frames and you make sure that everything's in alignment or that it's the the best setup that you can possibly take for the day because you're being so selective. That's a really, really good exercise. And I've had some really good success with some traders who, who have done that. And the same could be said for swing trading, where you just choose one good trade every week. 
you know, that's enough to make good money. If your leveraging is correct and your risk management is correct, you can definitely make good money trading one trade a week. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, I generally risk about 300 quid a trade. So normally when I win a trade, I'll try and take 1,500 or two grand out of it when, I, when I'm, if it's going very well for me and I'm able to, to, you know, scale into a position. So like having that with one trade a week and it goes in your direction, you can use that extra money as leveraged for, for further trades. So it, it really does work. It doesn't sound like, it's like like I said, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it soon adds up because once you get into month uh, three or month four, you know, you've done a little bit well, you've got like 20% casino money to play with, you know, so uh, you can then start to leverage a little bit more on your trades and work out how, how you can work on, on free money, basically on free money trades. So yeah, this is, um, it's an interesting podcast today because it's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of psychological management, but I've given you three exercises to kind of go away with to give it a chance to see which one suits you or not. Um, obviously, my advice for anybody who's new would be to play some trades um, in, in the morning, whether it be the US Open or the European Open, and just walk off. Just just leave it, see how you get on with that. If you're that type of person that keeps looking at your phone every five minutes to see how good the trade is, you know, it's probably not for you, the day trading side, I think. I think the swing trading side might be a little bit better if you can maintain that patience and that composure. You might look at the phone every two or three minutes, but you, if as long as you don't change it, like take profit at the wrong time or move a stop loss or exit a trade when you don't need to exit a trade because the because you know you, you can't do your analysis on your phone. You can check your P&L, but you can't do anything about your trades really. You should be doing that at your screen, at your desktop. So uh, if you're that kind of person, you know, and you're worried because sometimes if you're taking trades and, you know, your risk, your risks allows you to take trade of, let's say, 25 or 50 pounds of trade. You know, a lot of the time when you look at that phone, it's ego because those trades, you know, you're not worried about losing that 50 pounds or that 25 pounds because you've agreed that that's in your risk parameter. You shouldn't be worried about that. So why are you checking your phone? Why are you looking at your phone to check the P&L to move stops or, or, or move targets or something like that? Just leave it. You made the decision at your desk you should be able to leave it. So that's, that's a key thing. That's one thing I would say is give yourself that challenge. Um, you know, if you are that person that checks your phone all the time, remove the app, you know, take, take the, the broker's app off your phone, take the charting app off your phone, you know, do what you can to make this more peaceful and easier for yourself. Really what, what we are as humans is, is, especially with trading, we find ways to make it harder for ourselves to torture ourselves, to antagonize ourselves, remove that. For, do do the things that make this easy for you with whether you're swing trading or day trading if you know that you're going to be checking your phone or you're going to be checking your charts just just get rid of them just get rid of it off your phone it will, it will really make your life easier so adding this all together the last thing i want to talk about is generally uh, traders that can do both so i've got um really i'm thinking of somebody in my mind at the moment who's doing very well um you know he's trading a day trading strategy from the day trading academy and then he's also doing a swing trading academy from the swing trading sessions on a sunday and thursday a swing trading style on, on the from those sessions and actually both are working so the hit rate of of the strategies is roughly just above you know we're talking 55 60 percent win rates here so they're both performing very well but you know when i asked the question it's like you know which one do you prefer there's no answer it literally was the guy was telling me that you know a trade's a trade every time i look at a trade it's either got a probability of winning or a probability of losing and then i asked the same question when do you come back and check them he's like oh i i, I come back every night 
you know, takes the, the day trades every morning, takes the swing trades every week, and uh, comes back every night to check the positions of them. And I was like, you know, is it hard to manage? And one thing w which makes it a lot easier to manage is the trading journal. You know, have a have either two separate spreadsheets or two separate books, one for swing trading and one for day trading, because then you're going to need to monitor the pros and cons of, of both and how you handle it. And if there are any patterns in your trading, you're going to have to manage the, uh, that between them. It's hard to do that on one book or one spreadsheet. I think you have to be uh, pretty hot on that for, for that to work. And yeah. And, um, the guy was just very agnostic about it. It was just like, yeah, I placed the trades in the morning. If they work, they work. That's absolutely fine. The swing trades, yeah. How are they going? Um, and again, the, the this person once again said, "Oh, managing the pullbacks were very difficult, or they are very difficult." But you know, that's part of trading. We know why pullbacks happen. People need to take profit. Sometimes data comes out. You know, but the trend is the trend. You know, if you if you manage to catch a good trend, especially on the swing trades, you know, run with it. Really run, run with it. That's where a lot of the money is made. The money's made in the trends. And he understands that. He just looks at the probabilities of the trade, the probabilities of the setups that he's using, and he just runs the numbers on them time and time again. He looks at day trading and swing trading as two of exactly the same thing. And sometimes Lee does that as well. Um, Lee, Lee starts off with a day trade, and if it goes well, he'll turn it into a swing trade because he's in good profit. And that's a good skill to learn. So that that's what I would say from these two traders is um having that adaptability and flexibility and um you know not being married to one way if you are that flexible and you are that patient and you are that adaptable you know go for it give it a chance because hedging yourself when swing trading is not going well with day trading is good and uh, vice versa when day trading is really you know boring and swing trading is going really well it's good to have a hedge with your strategies definitely uh, a really really good thing to do so i will leave that there with you if you've got any questions about this subject please get in contact don't hesitate to ask you know that's what we're here for also if you have any recommendations and there's a subject matter that you want to cover with uh, the podcast please get in touch and we can we can do that as well so um nice to speak to you of course i wanted to do a podcast where i'm all alone today you know we've had a lot of guests on and stuff like that recently we had the 30th episode and all of that kind of stuff so it's just nice to get a subject where i can give you the history of some of the students that we have on my own and some of the feedback and some of the ideas that have been generated from some of those sessions um, and this is a hot topic swing trading and day trading you know it really is a lot of people do wonder which one's which and today hopefully i've given you some steps to work out which one you are so uh, give that a go and uh, give us some feedback let us know how, how you get on thanks thanks for tuning into the podcast if you'd like any more information please visit tradingcollege.co.uk we have lots going on there we have loads of free events and lots of places for you to look for any information you could possibly need about your trading journey